Welcome back, everyone. Molly, how are you doing this week? Uh, I kind of feel like I'm on a high-speed train <laughs> that doesn't have um, any stops anytime soon. <laughs> Not you know, to be dramatic about it, but uh, you know what? I'm, Sometimes life feels like that. It feels like you're just yeah. on a train that that is going super, super fast, and it's really hard to slow that train down or hop off at a stop that you don't know when it's coming. I completely agree. I feel like the same this week. I, I feel like everything is just piling on top of me. Like the laundry that is in my room. It's just like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> the pile mm-hmm. of things I need to do. Yeah, I've got at least two two loads of laundry um, clean, <laughs> sitting in the basket, unfolded, getting wrinkly. <laughs> Oh, yes. My husband and I, we always say that we're the king and queen of refluffing the laundry in the oh dryer. <laughs> yes. Love a good refluff. But maybe we're not alone. I don't know. Maybe it's the time of the year. After January, yeah. everyone's got like these resolutions or whatever you want to call them, goals to set. After the holidays, I feel like it's always a little crazy because people take time off, whether it be from work or traveling, everything kind of gets crazier on the holidays and then January it's you kind of getting back into the swing of yeah. things and then maybe when February hits February is just the freight train month I don't know yeah and this kind of brings me to what we wanted to talk about tips for when not only for when these things happen or when you're feeling like you know kind of sluggish but especially those of us who work from home how we get out of those slumps and I really find that routine is the best way for me, at least, especially working from home to get moving, to be motivated and to be present, especially working from home, the the work home life bleeds into each other. And you really kind of have to do more of like a ritualistic kind of process to get in the mood. Lately, I've been setting my coffee to be made like on a timer to be made when I get up. That's one less thing that I have to do. It's ready for me. It's there. I've also been more in the mindset of when I walk into my home office, I'm at work. I'm not worried about other things. The dishes can wait till I'm done with my job or, you know, I mean, it's different for me, I guess, because I work in the middle of the night. But like, I have laundry to do, but I'm going to worry about that later because right now I'm in work mode. I'm in I'm in the process of working on projects. And once I get that out of the way, then I can move on to the next step. I'm sure that is a little bit different for you because you have kids and you have a small child at home. How do you kind of get into the work mode when you're feeling like this sluggish period? Yeah, it's it's hard. I was actually scrolling on Amazon for a stand-up desk. Oh, I have one, yes. Yeah, stand-up desk, and then my my friend that works in corporate, she's on the phone all day long. She has this really cool treadmill, this mini treadmill that is under. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, how how amazing that would that be? Because sometimes when I'm on the phone, um, you know, I stand up and I pace the room. 
because I just need to get like moving. So mm. I feel like that helps. Um, my my I have an Apple Watch and it's always telling me two things: stand up and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So it's a nice reminder. It like vibrates, and I'm just like, what now? Do I need to breathe or do I need to stand? So that's a good reminder for me to either breathe. Or, or just stand up. I've been sitting t- for too long. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking into that. Yeah, I can't wait to have an actual office because my I work out of the master bedroom right. because it's the largest room. And so it has plenty of room, pr- plenty of light. Like it's it's a great setup. But yeah, I mean, I'm right next to my bed. <laughs> I'm right next to, mm-hmm. you know, everything. So if I do have laundry, I try and keep the laundry baskets in the living room because I don't want to think about it. But then, you know, you know, when I go out to get a snack or when I go out to refill my water, I'm surrounded by all the things, all the dishes, all the the messy house. And my my nanny is absolutely amazing. And she she helps, even though I beg her not to. She she helps with the dishes. And she even sometimes if there's a laundry basket out, she'll fold and put away the girl's clothing. And she's just oh, she's. She's the best. She's such a blessing. Uh, if you're listening, you know who you are. Thank you so much for all that you do. <laughs> but no, she's she's amazing and she really, really, really helps. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough working from home. This is my first remote job. And yeah, it took me a couple of months to get used to it because I couldn't I couldn't snap my myself out of work mode. And we moved around the room a little bit and that has helped. I'm now in like a well, I'm kind of in the corner, whereas I was in like a different part of the room. And just like right. just the switch of like, I feel like now this corner is kind of my office and I'm not staring at anything else other than work. And so that's that's helped a little bit. But yeah, I agree. Planning, whether it be meal planning, one full day, I work from home with my almost 11 month old. And, you know, I work around her her nap times and I do emails while, you know, she's playing on the ground and I'm really remote when, when I have to do that. And I still, I still manage to get everything done, you know, on my checklist that day, but those days are tougher. There's really, I mean, there is a schedule, but it really just depends on, right? you know, the mom part as much as it does anything else. So those days are hard. And those days I really have to plan. I really have to meal prep. I really have to make sure that I'm up before the girls in the morning, which is like extremely early, which is like 4.30, 5 o'clock. So I have to make sure that on Monday nights I go to bed at a decent time so that I'm not absolutely wrecked in the morning. And I'm terrible at actually getting up and out of bed in the morning prior to the the girls waking up, but that's something that 2022 I'm really going to work on is trying to get that morning routine because if the morning is a cluster (laughs) and we're rushing and I don't get up before them and I'm trying, I'm trying to get ready while they want breakfast and it just one thing runs into another and then drop off is a mess and it's just one thing after another. So yeah, if I, if I can manage to get up before them, make breakfast, get myself ready, that day is going to go significantly better with just that, just that simple getting up before them, getting my butt out of bed when my alarm goes off, not the 15th time my alarm goes off. That helps. That helps so much, but it's so hard to do in the moment. It's so hard to do. Even if I remind myself like, Hey, remember 
your days go so much better if you, you know, if you just get out of bed. It's so yeah. hard to do. I don't know if you're a morning person, if you, if well, you shoot out of bed right away or. No, well, not currently. I start my day at 1 a.m. So I'm I'm cutting it pretty close to the beginning there. Like I, I don't I don't have a long period of time before I start work. But because of that, the planning really comes into play. Like if it's a day that I know that I really need to be on my game and I need to be in meetings and I know that I have a a big project I really need to be focused on and everything. I prepare the night before by picking out what I'm going to wear or setting out the little bit of, I don't really wear makeup much anymore, as I'm sure a lot of us, you know, who work from home don't really do. Zoom has a filter. Thank goodness. But there's some things that are kind of, like I said, ritualistic that make you feel ready for the day. It's so easy to wear pajama pants and sweatpants. It's so easy to do that, especially when I'm working at night. But if I know that I have a big day, I'm going to pick out maybe some nice jeans and I wear like my BACI shirts or I'll put on a nice sweater or I'll put in earrings or I'll just put on mascara, something that makes me feel like I'm putting in the effort to be ready for the day. It's not something I do every day, but it's on those days that I really need to be prepared and I f- really feel like I need to be in power mode. Um, meal prepping is also something that I've started to do that it has really helped because I don't really like to to break away from my work. I'm, I like to stay pretty focused. So having those meals prepared is really helpful or having something, even if it's like snacks ready just to have something that's easy to grab. I do have a standing desk and I do have a treadmill. And like when I, when I do projects that are just me, I don't have to work with anyone else or I'm not communicating with anyone else over Zoom or anything. I'll do the treadmill. Like I use the treadmill a lot when I edit our episodes because it's a lot of just like clicking, going back, listening, clicking, going back, listening, very repetitive. So the walking kind of keeps me moving. And another thing that I do that is just kind of specific to me because I like it and it's, you know, something that I I actually talked about with my therapist and trying to get helpful hints of how to separate the work and home life is I come in and I have a couple candles on my desk that I light. And that's like just signifies for me that I'm ready to work and they smell nice which is also good so it's just kind of like that official moment of okay I'm here my desk I'm present cleaning my desk is something that is necessary for me to feel productive so I try to do that at the end of the day when I'm done with everything so it's ready for me the next day you know it's it's different for everybody and it's taken a while to kind of get used to it especially with the time change I've been working remotely for two years And my attitude towards it has also changed over those two years. When I was working in the daytime, it was much easier to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery real quick because we lived right next to the grocery. I need this for supper. I'm going to go grab it. 
and come right back. And then, oh, that was done. But where I'm at night, there's there's nothing I can really actively do anyways. I can't go to the store. I can't really oh, clean yeah. anything. I can't be that loud. Yeah. Do you find that that helps you? Or, like, do you wish that you could have, like, a little outlet, like, go, you know, like I do, like, go on a walk, or I try and go on a walk at my lunch? Like, do you, you know, I feel like there are definitely positives and negatives to that, probably. Yeah, there definitely are positive and negatives to that. Um, My Mondays here in Korea, I work during the day, and I really enjoy it because if I do want to go on a walk, I can, or... You know, if I if I just needed to get out of the house for a half hour, it's it's great. It's it's um, a nice reset. However, I get very distracted when my husband is home and he's also working in his office. We we share an office currently, whereas at our old house we had two separate offices. And the other day he didn't go into work. I it was a Korean holiday here lunar new year and so he was off from work and he was sitting in here and we were looking at at something he was trying to show me something and i was like you're very chatty right now (laughs) (laughs) i um i need to focus he's like you're chatty i said yes but not when you're at work and that's something that you have to discuss with your spouse about too if if they're always coming in your office or coming in your area and they're talking to you and everything. It's important to be clear to them that you're not constantly calling them while they're at work. You're not constantly calling your service member. They can't always pick up the phone. It needs to be the same rules and concept for you in your workspace at home. And it's important for you to set those boundaries. I have, there have been times where I have said I'm putting in my headphones Unless it's really important, I'm not here, basically. Or you shut the door or, you know, but you have to communicate that because it can be, they, it's easy for them to not understand. It's mm-hmm. just, oh, my spouse is at home today while I'm at home. Let <laughs> me go see what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my my husband does uh, homework and schoolwork at my desk on the weekends. And yeah, I, f- I find it really hard. Like he's in the house and I like, and if I need something, I, I interrupt him way too much. Yeah. Or like because it's in our room, if I need something from the bathroom or the closet right. or, you know, the room, I just walk right in. I was like, man, if he was doing this to me while I was working, that would drive me nuts. So I'm trying to be more respectful of like that boundary, but he'll also tell me, you know, if I walk in and he has like, you know, one headphone off his ear, I know that he's not straight focused versus he'll tell me like, Hey, I need like two hours of like focus. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, they definitely, they definitely have pros and cons. The, The pros to working at night is no one's distracting me. There's nothing going on. I'm not yeah, missing Yeah, your phone's anything. probably not even, like, blowing Well, up. it is. Because oh, wait, because we're – no, because your family's here, and that's the – Right. Got it. And oh. they – and the, the tricky part about that is, is that they'll call me on the weekends and like, 2 a.m., and they're like, but you're up. I'm like, no, I'm not up right now. No, I'm asleep. <laughs> I On the weekends, I try to switch back to my schedule my own time in korea but 
That's tough. But yeah, working at night, there's no one around. There's I'm not missing anything. There's no events happening that I can't go to. There's nothing. And then say around 9, 10 a.m., oh, I can go do my grocery shopping. I can go to the PX. I can go to the mail room. I can go to the bank. And the bank's actually open when I'm off work. Unlike most people who try to go to the bank. I don't know. That's me in the bank. That's a whole other thing. I don't know why the banks close when they do <laughs> while they're open when they are because no one can go to them. But I can because I work at night. If you have a schedule like mine, you, you have to look at it that way. You have to find the pros in it. You have to find the things that you like about it. I've been doing this for a year and like four months. So you get used yeah. to it. I do look forward to the day where I go back <laughs> to working in the daytime. Yeah, and I, I actually just, so speaking of distractions, I kind of forgot that it was a great distraction, but my biggest distraction when I started working was nursing my baby, mm. which was a huge benefit of me working from home is that I didn't have to pump bottles and I still got to be here so that I could nurse her. And so the nanny would just bring her in, she would nurse. I'd give her back. I'd get some snuggles. And recently, we've gone to only nursing in the morning and then at night before bed. Actually, just this week, we've dropped all daytime feedings. And she's doing great. Yeah, those distractions do happen. And and that's when, again, like everything we talk about is, I mean, obviously, with your child, it's a little more difficult. But with, say, your service member or older children, gotta set those boundaries, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, you gotta treat it just as if you were in the office. And if you don't treat it that way, that's when those, that's when it starts to get blurred, it starts to get messy, and things start to fall through the cracks. And even with the vice versa, when you're done with work, put your computer on sleep mode, shut it down, turn it off, because you're done. It's so easy to work constantly, especially because I don't have kids and I'm done when my husband goes to work, so I'm alone a lot of the day. I'll just continue working and working and working. But you get exhausted. You can't do that. You can't work 18 hours out of the day or 12 hours of the day or 16 hours. You know, you got to stop. You got to mm-hmm. put it down. And you got to yeah. go take care of the things that you need to take care of for your household. That's when you do the laundry. That's when you do the dishes. That's when you cook dinner that's when you prep for the next day you have to work on time management basically Mm -hmm. but it is so possible and another reason why I wanted to talk about remote work is that it's great for working parents and it's great for military spouses because you don't have to worry about finding a new job every single time you PCS and it is possible, especially because of the pandemic. More and more companies are realizing that people are very productive working from home. People do get their stuff done. And that's the one thing I've always loved about our company is that it has always been understood that as long as you do your work well, it's okay. It's a, it's a, We don't even have a home office. I mean, everybody works from home. And we did this before the pandemic happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of companies, especially big companies, like I've heard Facebook is is really looking at eliminating a lot of their brick and mortar offices because everyone functioned so well when everything had to shut down. 
And so they're really re-looking and restructuring huge companies to make sure that people can continue to work at home. Yes. And the way that it works is through trust. Your company has to trust you and you have to show them that they can. If you're putting in the work, then there's there's no reason for them to say that it's not working out. It's It's that simple. So I found our company by... You know, it it was a struggle because I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I knew I wanted to work from home. I knew I wanted to get into marketing and I knew that I wanted to have a military family friendly work environment. I wanted people that understood my life and I was just blessed to find the ACI. But I asked one of my coworkers because she's not a military spouse and and she doesn't have a military background. How did you find us? How, how did like how did you how did this come about? And she showed me this website that I wanted to share with all of you guys. Not sponsored in any way. It's just a friendly tip. It's called virtualvocations.com. And I believe you do have to sign up for a membership. It's maybe like a few dollars a month or something. Like I think like maybe 12. But you don't have to have it that long if your job search isn't, you know, you, you don't have to. have. Yeah, you can use it, offer. use it and then cancel. Yeah, right. And they have I'm looking at the job categories now. They have nursing jobs that are remote. They have accounting, business operations, customer service, management, marketing, nonprofit organizations are on here. There's sales, there's trainings, there's writings, there's project management. There's all kinds of opportunities on this site and they're constantly being updated. And these are companies that are only looking for remote employees. And that's incredible. I mean, it's possible. You just don't know if what you don't know. And so that's why I wanted to share that with everyone because our goal here ultimately is to help help all of you listeners maintain and create a happy life for yourself, especially while you're tied to the military and even when your service member gets out because when your service member gets out you're going to be moving you're not yeah you most of us don't stay at the duty station assigned you either go back home you go to that city that you loved Mm -hmm. and what my husband and I were saying is we were just kind of like throwing around ideas and and we were just like man if two if two people like if a husband and a wife both work remotely, you can eliminate a car in most cases. Wow. You don't have to have two cars. We didn't have and two cars. And I was car- like, that's we- huge. Eliminating a car payment? Yeah. That's huge. When we moved out to California, we only had one car because I was, I was a stay-at-home mom. And mm-hmm. everything was in walking distance. And at that time, I only had one little one. So we would walk to the grocery store. Obviously, we couldn't do a big grocery haul. But, you know, if we needed eggs, if we needed milk, if we needed like a few little things, yeah, we would walk to the grocery store. There was a park nearby, a library, like everything that we needed was in walking distance. And so it wasn't until a little bit further into my pregnancy where I needed to start going more often to the doctor's. 
in the doctor's office like changed their hours and so we need then we added added a car that's that's huge to eliminate a car that's gas that you don't have to pay mm. for maintenance just like just running off of one car and then you could possibly upgrade that car we have two used cars right now older used cars run great but if we can sell both of those cars and get like a brand new car just one just one that i mean that would be That'd be huge. And that's huge for a lot of families too. So that's something to think about as well. If you, you or your spouse are looking for a change of career, a change of position and working remote has its, has its benefits for sure. There's a lot of benefits to not having to commute. It's time saved that you don't have to um, be traveling. That's gas saved. That's you can pick your kids up from school on time that mm-hmm. if your kids do have a snow day or something with the pandemic happens and they have to do virtual schooling, you don't have to necessarily get a babysitter unless, you know, maybe you have yeah. really little ones. But if you have older children, you don't have to have anyone watch them as much, but you're home yeah. with them. Yeah. For little ones, though, pro tip, baby monitors. Mm. <laughs> they yeah. save my life. <laughs> Every time I have to work from home solo with both of them for some reason, you know, whether it be, you know, the, like last week we were all sick or, or if school's closed, I, I mean, my job keeps going. So yeah. So a lot of times I do have to work with both of them or with one of them and yeah, baby monitors are all over our house um, so that I can still have a watchful eye on them and if they need something, but then I can have like the quiet of my office. And, and there's a possibility that you may be eligible for tax deduction on your home office or your equipment mm. that you buy throughout that year. There's more opportunities for growth within a company when you work remotely, especially for those of us who move every two, three years. When you're constantly changing jobs, it's really hard for a company to get to know you and see the value in you and really see you grow. When you work from home, and you're with a company for for a while, and you don't have to change all the time. There's more opportunities for raises, which is more money for you and your family. There's higher positions that you could hold. So there's management experience. There's so many pros to working remotely that it is such a great option that I encourage all of the listeners to look into. I do sometimes miss having like an office, like a like a actual building because you know it's fun to talk to people and it's fun to walk into your you know friend's office and say hi good morning and everything but you make it work like I still talk to you all the time I still talk to my friend Robin all the time like I still talk to I still talk to my favorite work people (laughs) yeah you can still have relationships it looks a little bit different but you can definitely still have those relationships remotely. What was that website again? Oh, virtualvocations.com. So it's virtual, V-I-R-T-U-A-L, vocations, V-O-C-A-T-I-O-N-S. And it has all kinds of stuff. And that's where my manager heard about our company and it worked out perfectly for her. And I think it could work perfectly for you as well. If that's for sure. Can we, even though it's not sponsored, can we link it in the, absolutely. In the description. Yeah. Let's link it. 
just in case someone's like, you know, I listen to podcasts in the car. So a lot of the times it's hard to (laughs) to write things down or remember things. So yeah, let's let's put it in the description. So so if you need it, you can just grab it from there. Military One Source is a great place to go and just kind of look around their site and get some ideas. There's career coaches and there's people who will look at your resume. It's possible. Mill Spouse House is brought to you by BA Claims Insider. BA Claims Insider is an education-based coaching consulting company for disabled veterans who are exploring eligibility for increased VA disability benefits. VACI was founded in 2016 by Brian Reese, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran and former U.S. Air Force Captain. VACI currently serves more than 300,000 unique veterans per month across its websites and membership programs. VACI's mission is veterans helping veterans access education-based resources to get the VA disability rating and compensation they deserve. Mm-hmm.